0: Hello and welcome to the Zat Peters Podcast. I want to say thank you so much for listening or watching today, for downloading, for subscribing, and for everything else that, that helps me out and lets me know that you are listening. So I hope that you are encouraged today. I hope that you get something from this. I do appreciate it a whole lot. This message, this teaching, this sermon, whatever you want to call it, is about Easter. And Easter represents a lot of things. Uh, Obviously we have bunnies, we have eggs, we have candy, we have hunting for the eggs, and of course we have church. And obviously for me, church is uh, the real reason. It contains the real significance of why Easter even matters. Uh, Listen, finding eggs, coloring eggs, hunting eggs is fun. A little weird if you ask me, but it is fun. And yet it's just a small side street to the interstate that is the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Easter is the Super Bowl of of, of the faith for a reason. Jesus raised from the dead represents this seismic shift in our reality. It took a dreaded foundational part of our existence and turned it into just this thing. And it is this thing that has made all of us anxious at some point in our life. It's frightened us. It's devastated us when someone we love has uh, had to die, and that thing, which is death, by the way, has hung over all of humanity, all of humanity, over our heads since Adam and Eve. And Easter, the resurrection, is a day that it permanently changed that thing. It's because of Easter that Paul proclaims, death, where is your sting? It's because of Easter that Jesus was able to tell his disciples, I have overcome the world before he faced his own death in that moment. The biggest and most common problem that we will face as humans and have faced as humans becomes just a thing because of what we call Easter Sunday, Resurrection Sunday. It's our biggest, most common fear, and it's also the tool that God used to accomplish something spectacular and special. There's so many sermons that fit here. Uh, there's some Good Friday sermons in here. But the death on the cross and the resurrection of Jesus, they work together to change everything for those who believe and those who live like they believe it. But on uh, this particular podcast, I don't want to talk about the overarching greatness of what Easter and resurrection means. I want to highlight one small piece of what the good news is inside John chapter 20. I'm not going to read John chapter 20, so if you want to pause it and read yourself, you can. But in John chapter 20, I see that there is some good news. There's some good news that Jesus, that Easter, that resurrection is for everyone. So all the good stuff we talked about, what Easter means and what resurrection means, it's not just for a single group of People, it's not for a single type of person. It is for every single person, no matter where you are in your walk with God, even before you're walking with God. If you have questions, the resurrection is for you. Even if you've never had questions before, the resurrection is for you if you'll let it. It seems like there are two types of people in the world, those who believe those who are sort of, I don't want to say gullible, but gullible, naive. They're ready to jump on board, to think the best without question, to wholeheartedly buy in without a worry or without a doubt. And then there are those who are, who are more skeptical. They're skeptics. They're believe it when I see it type people. Love it if I can put my hands on it. Test it before I endorse it kind of people. And you might be one way one second, and another way, another second. One day, in one context, you might be gullible, and the next day, in a different context, you might be sort of hands-off and wanting to see some proof. It's not necessarily either or, but maybe we lean one direction or the other. I think I lean more towards the gullible side, if I'm, if I'm honest, for a lot of things. Some other things, I do like some nice proof. But whether you are a skeptic, whether you are gullible, the good news is that Easter and the resurrection is for you. A part of what I see in John chapter 20, again, pause it if you haven't read it yet and go read it and come back to this. But part of what I see in John chapter 20 is a reminder that Jesus is there for those who don't need a lot of evidence, and he's there for those who do need a lot of evidence, who do have a ton of questions. He's there for both. He's there for both of those groups of people, which I think covers. Everyone. In this scripture, people are responding to evidence throughout, evidence that something has happened. Peter and John experienced this empty tune. It's a piece of evidence. They experienced these folded grave clothes, and that's a piece of evidence. And it says, at least for John, that because of this evidence, these small pieces of evidence, that he believed, that he believed based on this evidence evidence. He didn't have all the evidence, he didn't have all the answers. He didn't see the resurrected Jesus yet, but the things that he did see, the evidence he did have was enough for him to believe because of uh, of certain things in his life he believed. Maybe you don't have some grand crazy experience with God that causes you to believe. But throughout your life, you have seen seen bits and pieces of something that's different that God is there, that Jesus loves you, that Jesus is for you. And through those small pieces of evidence, you believe. You believe. Maybe it's as simple as a friend or, or a family member who believes around you throughout your life, and in your interactions with that person, you see glimpses of something different that maybe you don't have or maybe you've not experienced, but you see it in them. And they tell you it's because of Jesus, and that's all the evidence you need to jump in to a relationship with Jesus. Maybe that's all it is. Maybe that's all you need. That's great if it is. It could be as simple as taking a hike and you're surrounded by all of this spectacular and awesome nature, this creation, and you're just moved in a different way and you're recognizing the complexity of it and you just know that these little tiny pieces of evidence that you're noticing in the moment point to something different than what you believe or what you grew up believing. Something different. Maybe... uh, Maybe you're looking at a newborn, your newborn, or someone else's newborn, and that new life just screams, there's more. There's more. For a lot of people, those little pieces of evidence by themselves or even working together are enough for them to realize, yeah, this Jesus guy is real, and and I need him in my life. For a lot of people, though, that's not enough. Mary, Mary in the story she doesn't really understand what's happening in the same way that Peter and John sort of grasp the evidence. They have the same evidence. She sees the same evidence that John sees, that Peter sees, but instead of producing belief, it produces tears. It produces questions, more pain that Jesus was, was dead, and but now not just dead, now he's gone, and she can't grieve the way she was planning to grieve because, because the evidence is pointing to, to more questions. Can I tell you something? We will respond to evidence in different ways than other people, and that's okay. What produces belief in me or in someone else might produce tears or more questions in someone else. And the questions and the tears might be unpleasant, and they might be uncomfortable. But let me tell you something from, from personal experience and from the Scripture, we see that in those tears, Jesus shows up. Jesus shows up in our tears. So while you might be responding to life, to a life situation, and someone else might respond in a way that brings them to God. You might have more questions than answers in that moment, and that's okay. Jesus shows up in our grief, in our questions, in a way that can't be ignored. Some of you know, and and some of you don't, if you're listening to this. I had a younger brother who passed away some uh, eight or nine years ago, and without going into too many details, I will tell you that my tears were real, my grief was real, my questions were real, but Jesus was also real in that moment, and He showed up as evidence in a spectacular way that sort of secured my faith that, that, yes, He indeed is real, that, yes, indeed, He loves and appreciates me, that, yes, indeed, even though I had questions, He's got it under control. He showed up in my grief, He showed up in my tears and my pain, and He'll do the same for you, and He did the same for Mary in this moment. There's this book, it's an, it's a biography called Unbroken. There was a movie about it several years ago, but it's about uh, Louis Lempinelli, or Louis Lempinelli. And without, again, going through the entire book, he was this interesting character, came from uh, sort of a poor family on the On the west coast he turned into a track star but his track career was sort of interrupted by world war ii and he gets shot down over the pacific ocean eventually he's he's found by the japanese army and uh, he's thrown into a pow camp eventually the war's over he goes home he's a hero and he struggles with alcoholism and and abuse with his wife and i'll just go ahead and tell you there are two moments two low low moments in this story where he is in the ocean And he doesn't know what to do, and he's desperate, and he has questions, and he has this moment with God where he feels God's presence, and he has this conversation with God. And in that moment, God provides him some evidence, some hope, some faith to keep going. Now, as the story goes on, he sort of forgets about that, and and he goes through all this madness, and he gets back home, and and even though everything should be good, the war's over, he's a hero, he's got a beautiful wife that he loves— He actually starts struggling with alcoholism and abuse, and it's at his lowest. Somehow, after the war becomes his lowest moment. That's something to think about for any of our veterans that we see on a regular basis, that yes, they just came from war, but they might be facing battles at home that we don't understand, that we can't comprehend. He was facing a battle that was difficult for people to understand, including himself. And it wasn't until he was at his lowest and his wife was at his lowest that she went to a tent revival, tent meeting that they used to have. And a young preacher was there, and she got saved. This preacher's name was Billy Graham. And, and the, the wife invites Mr. Limpinelli into the, 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 the meeting. He doesn't want to go. He does go several times. He leaves. He comes back. And eventually he gives his life to Jesus at your lowest it's when God will so often provide you with the evidence you need to believe and change your life. Easter is for everyone. Those who don't need a lot of evidence, those who the evidence creates more questions, for those who the evidence creates more sorrow, he's there. He's there for you. Thomas. They call him Doubting Thomas. That's his popular name. I like to call him Rightly Needs More Proof Thomas, because I can understand why he would need more proof, because it's not like resurrection is a normal thing. And Jesus could have been frustrated by his disciples' lack of belief. Like Thomas should have been paying attention to everything. He should believe like the other disciples believe. But he's not frustrated. Instead, Jesus is patient enough and faithful enough, and he reveals himself to Thomas, fresh and anew, and then allows Thomas to touch the scars, touch the holes in his side, in his hands, in his feet, He allows Thomas to examine the evidence more closely than even the others, and then Thomas says, my Lord, my God. Thomas believes because he had the evidence he needed. Jesus wants you to have the evidence that you need. Does he want you to believe on word alone? Yes. I have to say yes. He wants you to believe in the easiest way possible. He wants you to say, yes, I believe Jesus. But But does Jesus give up on you if that's not you? Does Jesus give up on you if you need more? Resounding no. 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 He is willing to give you everything he has. He's willing to give you all the evidence you need to believe in him. He's willing to let you examine everything about him, to put your hands on him, to put your hands in in the scars in order for you to believe in who he is and who he says he is. Jesus is for everyone, for those who need a little evidence and for those who need all the evidence. And Easter and the resurrection is for everyone, the skeptic, the the, the naive. So don't get frustrated whenever you feel like you just need more evidence because Jesus will give you that evidence. And don't feel dumb whenever you don't think you need the other other evidence that other people are, are wanting. It's okay just to believe because you want to believe. It's enough It's enough. You don't have to have all the answers to say yes to Jesus. That's not what a relationship is all about. He's there for everyone. A couple of final points here. Jesus says, blessed are those who have not seen but yet have believed. Here's the reality. Unlike this group of disciples and friends who see Jesus in chapter uh, 20 of John we won't necessarily get the same chance to see him physically. We won't won't get to put our hands on his scars. So whenever we do believe, even though we don't have that evidence, Jesus says we are blessed. Believe. Believe today that Easter matters, that resurrection matters for your life. There's hope in that. If you've got questions, keep asking your questions. Don't give up. If you don't have any questions, praise God, just believe and enjoy and live and help other people live and enjoy the same way that you get to be that evidence for someone, be that friend, be that family member that, that shares the gospel through their actions, through their words, that provides a little bit of evidence for someone. Just believe, believe, don't give up hope because you just can't seem to get the evidence you need. Jesus is going to continue to show up in your life if you'll keep your eyes open. Believe. I love you guys. I pray God bless you and keep you and watch over you, and I pray that uh, you're blessing to others, and if you are struggling with belief right now, just hold on. Easter's for you. Resurrection's for you, and Jesus will give you what you need to believe. See you later.